you're listening to Boomer in the Morning with Ryan Pinder on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. We are into hour three of the program that is brought to you by Sundry Golf Club. Whether you're looking for uh, perhaps the perfect venue for a company golf tournament, just looking to get a relaxing round or two in, Sundry Golf Club can deliver. Book your team for the 2022 Alberta Open Championship. Do it now. Get in. Sundrygolf.com. Sundrygolf.com. One of these teams is going to be pissed off about golfing in two weeks, I'll tell you that. Yeah, the, the, and that's one of those, uh, what do you call it, the uh, superstitious things, right? You don't even talk about it. You don't book you don't, nothing. Unless you're Alex Tenga, you make no reference to golf until the season's completely over oh. and you've, your responsibilities have been met. What uh, Ryan is referring to is there was the post-season locker, locker clean-out clean day. They meet with the media, and... I remember Robin Regeer was in no mood to be chatting with anybody, let alone media, about the end of a season. Uh, Alex Tange, he was he was far more happy to chat. It is what it is. Had his Titleist cap on. I don't know if he was going straight to the golf course after. Or was it a visor or a cap? It was I feel a, like a visor is an even more flagrant no, it flow. Was, it was a, a cap. Foul. Yeah, it was not a visor. Visor would be visor. Just like there's no doubt where you're going. Yeah, that yeah. would be uh, absolute lugans. Anyway, that's uh, we're not talking. We don't need to worry about that. Get your helmet on. Battle of Alberta tonight, seven thirty is puck drop, and you were saying tickets are hard to come by. The cheapest seat for Friday night at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome is halfway up the 300 level, like press level, way up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 402.50. That's on Ticketmaster. There's other sites, I'm sure. The Flames sold all the tickets they have. It's yeah, now yeah. in the hands of, you know, ticket broker, secondhand market, secondary market. Um, that's a lot. 400 for a seat. And you've, you've been up there. Yeah. That's probably a 20 to $40 seat in the regular season. You're a long ways away, but you're in the building. You can see everything. You see, There's the... no blind spots on the ice. No. You can see it all there. And uh, honestly, if you turn those seats around and just look into that section, I think that'll be a good scene on Friday as well. Makes sense. Uh, tonight's about half that for pricing. And if you were going to venture in from other parts of the province, a weekend's a little easier. It's a Friday night. You don't have to worry about work the next day. There's a lot of arrows pointing to Friday as an incredibly hot ticket. And yeah, the 40250 is the cheapest seat in the building. That'll help with that too. And that's today. Like maybe I, Yeah, who does, knows where it goes. But, it go um, down? I don't know. I think I'd hold off. But if you want a single, uh 424. Now there is the <laughs> the red lot, which is outside the building, Free. which which has taken on a life of itself. It had some opportunity. There were four home games in round one. And looks like a heck of a time. Free to get in, but you need tickets to do so. It's a ticketed event. They go, well, being made available, let's call it, this morning at 9. So you're under an hour away at the, uh, go, to, go to the Flames website. You'll see the link there. You, I mean, take what you can use, obviously. Don't be a, don't be a hog. Take a bunch of tickets. And you can only uh, use, because people were scalping those things. Trying to make money off of them. Get your name on it. Pay. Max of two. That's right. You get a max uh, max of two 
Only take them if you're going to use them, and only you can use the ones that you get. This is good stuff here. I'm looking at the uh, the penalty box seats, so if you want to get right behind the glass and bang on the window there. Yeah, yeah. Ranging from, uh, well, 1600 to 2700 a piece. Now, this is what people are asking. Of course. Right? Yeah. So is... if you want to buy them, that's the price. That price may change between now and then, but they are for sale. There's lots of seats on the glass in this building available in secondary markets. You're going to have to pay a lot. You want to sit behind the visitor's bench? They're all available. That one's 1600 That one's 1600 That one's 2500 Anyway. Oilers fans, come on down. Spend your money. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Finance that new building. So let's talk about the series. Mm-hmm. I think there... It- you can have the full. We we could have the McDavid conversation either now or or have everything else and then talk about McDavid, because he it feels like he has the ability to just kind of erase all of the rest of it. Your goaltending, your penalty kill, your mm-hmm. power play, uh, all of that sort of thing with how how he played. Now, is that sustainable? Is that something that we saw over a two-game stretch with his team in a must-win situation? Because he did. That was game six. They were facing elimination. Game seven, facing elimination. Do you see it for a, an entire series? The Flames, you know, they've, they've done both. They've kept him off the score sheet, and they've had him light them up like a Christmas tree from one night to the next. So I don't know. You, you have... You're going to have the, the, the most comprehensive conversation about all of it and then just say, and but but what about McDavid? Well, yeah, all of that could go out the window with with him, depending. We're talking about the, the best player on earth at the sport? I mean, you're asking about sustainability. I think him being the best player in the series is very sustainable. I thought Frank summed it up really nicely. If it's a long series and it comes down to one game, look out because McDavid can have a night where you're helpless to whatever he wants to do, or he's so undeniable, eventually he's going to turn the tide. But certainly the deeper, more structured, organized, better team, quote-unquote, is Calgary. It's a, it's a fascinating series because of that. So what do you see? I see a deadly power play and a team that's been playing pretty physical. It's got to find a way to stay out of the box for Calgary, and I also think it's Really, really tough this time of year to know where the threshold is for officiating. We saw it slide a ton from game one and two last series all the way to game seven. We had eight coincidentals in games one, two, and three in the Stars Flames series, and they hardly blew a whistle in game seven. That it is so hard to say be disciplined because no one knows where the lines are. We know they change and we know it's going to start high and slowly move to a different threshold towards the end of the series as elimination games happen, as you get to overtimes. The refs don't want to decide games, but they do want to pretend like they're going to call the rule book. So they'll probably do it early in the series. I think the in net, you know who the better goalie is if you're going to play 82, but it's a two-week stretch. No one thought Jake Ottinger would be better than Jacob Markstrom for two weeks. He was the best player in round one. Nobody predicted that. Goaltending is still voodoo, and trying to predict it, well, you could also just flush your money down the toilet. And, and especially with Mike Smith. A very because, streaky goalie. Because he is extremely streaky. And it, he gets crushed for the handling of the puck and pizzas up the middle and all of that. Well, when he wasn't doing that in round one, he was providing them fairly good goaltending. There, there was a shutout mixed in there. I wonder about the power play for the Flames. Because we can you can talk about the Oilers. Chances are now, if, if Dreisaitl isn't 100%, maybe that takes that 
the right side of that power play weakens it a little bit. But again, the guy, I'm, I'm not going to hold my breath if I'm a Flames fan. The Flames in seven games had two power play goals. The first goal of the entire series and then mixed one in the rest of the way. Two for 24, 8.3%. Is that is is that Dallas? Are we are we giving credit to Dallas? They won a lot of faceoffs. I, th- I felt like that was something that I never thought I'd be talking about at the end of a series with Dallas. But it felt like a lot of nights, even when they got man advantages, it was down the ice, and then okay, well now we got to enter and gain possession. When this team was rolling this year, one in ten in a row, didn't it feel like opening power play draws were just automatic? Mm-hmm. Pulled back to the point, major pressure. You might score, you might not, but they always seem to just have chances, chances, chances. The top line was cooking. You have the Foley and or Manjapani or somebody else on that top unit, Monaghan at the beginning of the year. Um, and, and I think Edmonton will not have the ability to defend the way that Dallas did. They're not as big on their blue line. I don't think they're as skilled. They don't have anyone as good as Haskinen. They don't have anyone offensively gifted as Klimberg. And they don't have anyone as big as someone like Hockenpah. Lindell's a great defender. This is much more of a bargain bin, find who we can find and we can convince to come to Edmonton decor that they've got. Nurse is a talented player, but he's not what he's being paid to be, which is Mm -hmm. a top seven defenseman in the NHL. He just ain't. Sorry. He's not getting Norris votes every year. He can do some things. He's physical, but he's not stout defensively. He's not an elite defender. He's not an elite offensive guy. He's not like, wow, watch this guy zip this around the power play. The big difference with the Calgary Flames is going to be this is a much more susceptible decor to all the pressure they've created. But it's, I think back to what we were, what were we reading going into the last series. Dallas had one line and they didn't have the depth to be able to hang. And they didn't really score. But then all of a sudden, boy, Raffle, this Raffles had a great, uh, a great, some guys came. Faxa was good. Right? You started started to see some performances. And I think that to a certain extent, Nurse gets discarded. Because of that big, big salary, he's a good player. Still he's just not good. a nine and a quarter good player. Um, like if you look at Rasmus Anderson and him, like different players, not the same. But Rasmus is in the same stratosphere. If you had to rank defensemen in the league, I would think. But no Hannafin, if you want. But like Nurse is almost making double. That's why Nurse is under the spotlight. He's paid to be elite, and I don't know that he is. And, and I'm not worried about that. I'm just talking about the next seven games, potentially. What does it mean for this series? I don't care what he's totally. getting. He's at because he's not getting paid anything. Just I, I wonder if you take him a little bit lightly just because he's so he's The first thing you hear about, about Darnell Nurse, well, he's overpaid. Okay, well then, but what is he in terms of this? I wonder about Evander Kane because he does give them something that they've maybe not had you had Zach Cassian, and he does what he does, but you never really worried about him offensively. Yeah, it was like Alex Chase on flirting with 20. You put anyone on McDavid's line, they're going to score. Now, their problem was they paid him to score, which is not what he can do unless he's next to McDavid. Yeah. But he's a really good fourth-line, mix-it-up, physical, drop-my-mitts-if-I-have-to guy. And Kane, you saw it all at the end of that series. I thought in Game 5, it was a lot of undisciplined play, in the box a lot, set up. LA for that victory. Eventually, Edmonton comes back and forces OT. But then you also saw seven goals in the series. And you also saw Connor McDavid reading him the riot act on the bench after he gave the seven fingers when they won game six. He empty iced it in an yeah. empty net. This is all of Evander Kane. We talked yesterday about how the Panthers got the Sam Bennett full spectrum experience last year in the playoffs. Penalties, big goals, suspended, like the whole thing. Kane was round one. 
Teammates were pissed at him at some points. He was dominant physically and scored at some point. He took undisciplined, selfish penalties at some point. They got the full Kane experience in round one in Edmonton. Yeah. And I'm just thinking back to that 9-5 game. You, you can't put a whole lot into that. I, I thought that he was pretty quiet no in, in terms of pushback. And whether that's Lucic in his ear or Goodbranson in his ear or just how that game went, I don't think he's, I don't think he's afraid of anybody. But He wasn't interested in that night in, in making it a war. Yeah. Against Dallas, I think we thought it was going to – Rick Bonus talked about it. They thought we were going to run him out of the ring. I don't know if that's necessarily what people thought. Well, and but if Dallas, they get average goaltending, they would have. Let's be fair. Yeah, but I just mean physically. I think Dallas answered – and then actually became the more physical team at times. In the middle of that, when it was up up for grabs and all that, I still think that Dallas did a hell of a job being physical against the Flames, showing that they were into it. I don't know what the Oilers feel if they, do they care? It's not like they can't, they can't have, do the Flames try and impose that physicality with Luch, with Goodbranson, with Zadorov? Do you try and get back to where you were in the regular season? In some of those games, remember those those two against Minnesota, those back to back games against the Wild, those were physical affairs. I think this is going to be so fun. They're they're very different teams. I, I I and look, you're right. Like what happened in a nine five game, you, you can try to say, oh, Evander didn't want a piece of this guy or that guy. Th- th- that's a totally different climate than this one. Mm-hmm. You have a, two weeks of the same team. You can play the long game. You can work intimidation. You can set the tone physically. And just like we saw a different level of competence and physicality and defensive structure from Dallas, I would think we'd see more physicality from Edmonton than when they essentially rolled over in that 9-5 loss. So on the Flames side, with I mean, you have the, the euphoria of a Game 7 overtime victory, and you're not nitpicking like you are if they lose, because you're looking at a season that's gone sideways and who's to blame and all of that. Until Game 7, we talked about it with Sarah Valley. Matthew Kachuk was eerily quiet. I thought Elias Lindholm, despite scoring some goals, got more quiet as the series went along. Tyler Toffoli got a, a stick on a puck that beat a goalie in a big game. Does that get him going, or is that just a quick blip on the radar? Because he was pretty invisible at he times. He had a lot of chances on power plays, but it wasn't... Um... Man, Japani found the bench in one of those games, responded obviously the next game. I've, I've liked Dubé's game. Yarncroke's been good. Yarncroke has been good, but I... Uh, I, If you get back to where's Kachuk, where's Toffoli, oh, Man, Japani's gone cold, you can't have Goudreau doing it all by himself again. Because we've seen how that goes in the well, playoffs. And look, I think a lot of that is a function of a goalie that had 955 save percentage. How many of those Toffoli chances go in if it's a different goalie? Or or Jake Ottinger in a different two-week spell of the season? A lot. Yeah, We're probably talking a lot more about goals from other guys. He robbed a lot of guys. He was sensational. Now, could another goalie post 955 for a two-week stretch? Any, anyone can. It's the history of the sport. You had Michael Layton and Brian Boucher and... The Moose, Johan Hedberg. There's a long list of guys never really, really that good that weren't going to the Hall of Fame that for two weeks looked like Dom Hasek. But was... I think the secondary scoring issue wasn't an issue. 
so much as it was you needed 67 shots to get three goals, and that's exactly 955 goaltending. Like that's ridiculous, right? Yeah, to know. get to three, a number yeah. that you know you get to, and okay, this is where we have a chance to win. If we can get to three, and our goalie's good, you needed sixty-seven shots to get three. Because uh, I again, it, it just having the discussion where I fall in, I don't think you get that kind of a goaltending performance thrown up against you again. I don't. You might not see it in any series the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know that you can. You probably won't. Statistically, you get one of those every couple of years, maybe. Yeah, maybe less. And I just think if the Oilers win this series, it's on the back of another, it's an otherworldly performance. Round one, Ottinger. Round two, McDavid. Because I like the Flames in pretty much every situation, aside from the power play. How good theirs is and coming in how cold the Flames has been. But their penalty kill has been very good. I just like the Flames across the board and all the other categories, whatever you want to throw there. The two guys laboring through injuries are massive swing developments. If Chris Tanev, who I would expect to play tonight because he skated yesterday, is playing, that's a good sign. But does he finish the series? Can he be Chris Tanev? Leon Dreisaitl, is he getting healthier or is this an issue that's not going to get better and he is what he is? Because those are two massive parts of this team. Daryl's built this around defending, low scoring, structure and defense. Tanev might be one of the most important pieces in that concept. Mm -hmm. And if Leon Dreisaitl wants to look like the most dangerous puck shooter on earth or one of the top two or three, that's a huge swing in the Oilers' direction. He wasn't that in round one, but still found a way to contribute. But it didn't look like you were watching, you know, one of the top three offensive players in the sport. Those two guys have a huge, huge say in terms of how much they can bring to the table in this series on, on where there's advantages or where there isn't. If you have to roll Shillington Stone together for a week and and Dreisaitl does look like a guy that scores 55 in his regular year, that's trouble for the Flames. Conversely, if Tanev can play a regular shift and Leon looks gimpy the whole series, massive edge Flames, right? I just find it, especially when it comes to a playoff, when you're in... A, in a regular season and you're on a road trip or a homestand, you can look for trends and things to continue. If we learned anything, or at least we're reminded of anything, there is no carryover of momentum from one period to the next. The Oilers, dynamite in period three, fell asleep for two minutes in uh, overtime, lose the hockey game. To try and, I mean, to try and sit here and put everything together and tell you who's going to win. I think Calgary wins the series. Could it be a short one? I I don't I don't see the I don't see either team getting rolled up in four or five here. I just don't. And the 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 other side of that would be it really didn't feel like a short series with Edmonton Winnipeg in the sense those are all tightly contested games, but it was a sweep. Yeah. So you see things like that happen too, where it's like if you get two overtimes in the first three games and one team wins those both, I mean maybe it is a tight series, but it's a short one. I think it's going to be competitive. I certainly don't think you should be starting the wave if you're up two goals of five minutes left against Edmonton. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I just don't think leads are safe when McDavid can do what he can do. And I think that's just a really added wrinkle of tension. I think the flames are the better team. They should have leads, but they won't be comfy and you're going to blow a few. I bet. Yeah. The goalie pull for extra attacker scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll be a white knuckle ride. Yeah. Put your, your smartwatches on and, and check the heart rate when it's a six on five and yeah, McJesus is zipping around the ozone. <laughs> I just, 
the uncertainty of it all adds to everything. One team had 50 wins. The other had 49. That's not a big gap, Dan. It's not. It's really not. And both fan bases have reason to feel confident that they can win it, which is great. Calgary's got the best structure. Edmonton's got the best player. Are we going to put this one on the radio tonight? You're going to be interested in that? I know it's uh, the Jays chasing a sweep against the Mariners. Yeah, Dumas, we got somebody working the game tonight? I think we got somebody on the game tonight. All right. Let's put our best people on it, shall we? Do we want to, uh, let's do our picks here. Where's Steinberg? Where is Steinberg? Take that hat off. We'll make our pick. Let's do our picks now. How did it start for us last night? I had the uh, the Avs and the Panthers, so I need the Panteros to get their uh, poop in a group. It's game one, Dean. Don't worry. I know. Uh, I looked in the East. Three of the four series, team that won game one lost the series. Is that right? Toronto won game one. Mm-hmm. Washington won game one. And the Penguins won game one, if I'm correct. Could be. Yeah, it is. The Domingue Spicy Pork game. Triple was that game one? Yeah. Triple OT. Yeah. So don't right. don't be worried about your uh, okay. Florida pick. Lots of hockey All left right, there. All right, fair enough. Yeah. So, Dumal, let's start with the Rangers and Carolina. This uh, this one's not yeah. we're not there's not going to be a lot of eyeballs on this one I think Sadly, yeah. in in this area. It's the only broadcast we're not sending a Canadian team to do mm-hmm. the play-by-play. We're yeah. going to take the we're US call, up. which will be great, but just I think you can see in rank of interest where they sent the three broadcast teams. Mm-hmm. Both teams were favored last round. Both teams needed to go the distance to get through. Yeah, there was some uh, quiet puckering that probably happened in Carolina. They never trailed in the series, but they, boy, 2-0, mm-hmm. 3-2, and you still have to play game seven. And the Rangers, resilient. Game five came back from 2 nothing down. Merely a flesh wound. Game six, then two leads they had to uh, come back from in uh, game seven. Trailed game six. Trailed five, game six, five, seven. Five, yeah. trailed game seven, down 3-1 in the series. All right. Holy! Uh, who has the better jerseys? Because oh. I know that that the Rangers has a better jersey. Is it the Rangers? Oh, yeah, the blue shirts for sure. Okay, well let's see if that. Yeah, I don't know what that Carolina thing is supposed to. It's a hurricane be. warning flag. It's really awful. Uh, and then the other one just is like a the toilet. Looks like yeah, yeah swirling flush. toilet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's see if that affects the picks in Australia. That the hurricane the way. turns the other way. <laughs> is that how that works? Yeah, it's counterclockwise. It's counterclockwise. Can of clockwise. What we? Oh boy. What do we? Uh, what do you see, Dumas? Oh well. Well, I I didn't believe the Hurricanes were going to take out the Bruins. I probably should have thought. I I just I thought Noah Anderson was going to hurt them. Didn't hurt them at much. At, that much. I don't know. I think the Hurricanes get this done in six, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Rangers get it done in seven. Either. Well, you got to make a pick. You can't. I'll go with the, the old a... Kaniacs. Uh, ghost of Gilbert Gottfried. In six. In six. What about uh, Jiminy Cricket? There. I right? have Canes in seven. Intern. I think that uh, I think the Rangers used up all their rabbits' feet. Yeah, for life, Clovi. That's right. Uh, GVP Garrett, what do you got out of uh, Rangers Canes? I thought last series uh, the Hurricanes were going to actually make quick work of the Bruins. I was wrong on that. Um, I think the Rangers are going to pull this out Ooh. in seven games. You know seven. what? GVP has got one thing that none of the rest of us will have. The best goalie in the series because I'm with the Canes as well. I'll take them in six. All right, Canes and six, despite the jerseys. 
Yeah. I oh, wish they Rangers would wear red you know again. I love Rod the Bot. Actually, I like the, the, the New York coach as well. He seems to know a thing or two about yeah, winning. Yeah. All he does is get fired after winning seasons. I don't get it. But uh, the, the one team structurally defends. Yeah. like All right. Rangers too loose for my liking. Penguins, ton of the puck, ton of the chances, ton of the shots. Can't do that again, I don't think. Then there's a Battle of Alberta, Dumas. It's the Oilers and the Flames. The Flames have home ice advantage. Yeah, they do. Uh, <laughs> Flames, uh, it's going to be a fun series. I think, I think we all want this thing to, I don't know. As a neutral, I like. I, I just want You're chaos. A, are you a neutral? I'm a neutral in this. Oh, yeah. As a fan? Like, I'm, neutral. I'm well, a what, neutral. Is, what are you then? What, what's your... If, I, if I, I'm a Jet guy, if there is... You a big I, Thrashers if, fan? Oh, or? a big Thrasher guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, uh, uh, give me the Flames in six. Calgary in six. I have the Flames in seven. I War. think I just think. How are you doing this to us? I know. I think it goes. We're gonna seven. get heart disease from this thing if it goes seven. I just think winning at Rogers Place would be hilarious. Well, Ooh, I mean, yeah, that's actually I don't mind that vibe. Uh, Garrett GVP. GVP. I am also on the Flames in seven games. It's All gonna right. be another. Two weeks of stress mm, and no God. sleep. Yeah. Down to you, Pender. Well, I'll just abstain. We'll make the best team win. I don't have any uh, feels about either of these teams. May, uh, may the best team win. How many games? Uh, flames in six. Flames in six. Now, remember, didn't you? Uh, you were the only one to pick the Jets last year mm-hmm. in that series. You're very good at going the other way on the Oilers. So is that what this is? Is this less a pro Calgary and more of a I can't take Edmonton pick? I'm very, 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 very fearful of what McDavid can do and I what this coach are. has done to this group. I I don't think, though, I could survive the wrath of a prognostication that went the other way. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that'd be tough because I know how important that is. In everybody's daily life. I'm going to be up in there with the Lugans swinging rights in the three hunts. So no, you're I've not. Picked st- my sides. Stop it. I know which trench I'm in. Can't we? What is team happening in our lobby? Blue. Is that a thing? Oh, dear. Is there food? What is, what is, no, it's no? not. F- well, no. I don't know. I thought we were told there was supposed to be food. Oh, God. What, why Why she got an Euler jersey on? Somebody got some riffraff in our in our studios <laughs> wearing an oil jersey. Is that, is that oh, well. A-list celebrity Pam Anderson? That is, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Do you want to play that thing? Uh, actually, no, don't play the no. thing because I don't have the thing. You don't have the thing. No. I mean, why would it be in the liners? Uh, it's on the rundown. By all means, keep me. What rundown? The thing I print off. All right, we well, have. good. Then play the thing, I guess, if you want to. If you want to. I mean, sure. It's up to you. Yeah, I don't Okay. sit lower bowl at the saddle dome to see your calgary flames here's your flames playoff code word semi-finals oh boy which i think is two words but i don't know look out so your daily code word semi-finals we hyphenate or we space don't know we're putting it all together ramrod it's plural finals doesn't have to be which should <laughs> It should be just semi-final. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least we're good at this radio thing. Text in 96960 with your name and the code word 
There was a code word on Monday yeah. and Tuesday yeah. and today. That's Wednesday. And I don't know what they're doing, but they're either. picking one of them. I think. And we'll be in contact with you if you're the winner. And we'll have those lower bowl seats in your possession, on your phone, in a matter of minutes. Do you think this is just one big ruse to allow the boss to go to the games? He's got all this complex thing. He doesn't know how to give him away. You think he's coming in for the game? No, I don't think so. Hmm. No. Okay. Well, we'll give no. him away then. Fine. Yeah. So we'll give it. him away. We'll give him away. Parking stuff, I guess. Uh, we'll come back. Ooh, what you want to talk about. Some other things going on as we get closer to puck drop on a game day. The most anticipated game day ever. Probably 04 we were looking forward to games though, right? There was probably yeah, some big games there. It's probably the biggest game day since uh, 04. Yeah. Oh, well, it was pretty big game day on Sunday, but we weren't on here. Yeah, that's day. right. It was, it was so the, the biggest it was a really complicated thing. The biggest just, game in yeah. three days. That's tonight right at the dome. Write it down. Sportsnet 960, the fan. This is Boomer in the Morning with Ryan Pinder on Sportsnet 960, the fan. Calgary Flames game day. Game one, round two. Country Hills Toyota, your game day sponsor. Pre-order your new vehicle now from over 480 incoming Toyotas and get zero down and no payments until October OAC. It's red tag days at the giant Country Hills Toyota. 7.30 game one, 6.30 on your radio Flames warm-up. Flames talk at four, we'll take you right through. Big show at one, I mean, what do you... Just settle in. Just settle in for a beauty day. Of Flames versus Oilers coverage. Good Lord. We are here. I didn't realize. We had uh, Frank Saravelli on the show. If you missed it, go back, grab that uh, podcast, Hour <laughs> 2. I didn't realize that tonight's game is going on the main ESPN network. Now, I granted, was... it's, sorry, it's a Wednesday. What are you going up against? Well, NBA but... playoffs are on, so they'll be up against it, but not on ESPN. They could be rolling Major League Baseball. I pull up the schedule on ESPN.com because I like the way that they sort schedule stuff. Yeah. And so this morning, I noticed one was on ESPN2, and that was the outlier. The other games that have start times are all main network. Which I guess is part of... Now, what I guess, what what's your read on that? Well, it's round two, so there's only two games right. tonight. They're not doing this in round one. But it's also... Um, yeah. If it's the Rangers in Boston... Instead of Rangers and Carolina. Is that the series they're going with? I mean, they're probably doing both, to be fair. Although I don't know they split the deal with TBS. I'm not sure how they split the yeah. pie. It's impressive. They may be a function of where we're at in the playoffs, but they also could flex something else in there and put them on ESPN, too. They're doing that on Sunday. Yeah. Like, what's going on with Carolina tonight? Main network. Doubleheader. Yeah. Well, there you go. Maybe I shouldn't be shocked. Uh, That's why that TV deal is important. Yeah, and I guess they were happy, right? They uh, they trotted out, didn't both sides, the uh, Turner side and uh, ESPN, touting their numbers from round well, one? I just don't know. There's a lot of ways to bend those and twist those. Are we talking about streams plus cable eyeballs? Is it just view ratings? Are you going, you know cherry picking certain demos. There's lots of way to dress it up as a huge win. And we've seen both sides of that when numbers are reported. Oh, here's why those are bogus. And Hey, look how good we did. Like it's, I kind of feel like you can't take the PR departments of the people Mm -hmm. of the network seriously on ratings in terms of 
what what an honest, unbiased view would be. Hurricanes Boston Game Seven peaked at 2.2 million on ESPN, which sounds huge, but it's not because, like, hello, you drew more than that for the Leafs Tampa in a country a tenth of the size. You du- almost doubled that for Game Seven Leafs Lightning in this country alone. Canes Bruins, the fourth most viewed round one game ever on cable. So what's viewed mean? Yeah. Because then could streams you, you, on cable? I don't know, I guess. You passed by it when you were looking for America's Got Talent or something? I don't know. It's certainly not, uh, you know, a Monday night football game in September. Right? Bucci Gross in town. Sarah Valley in town. We're a big deal. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Pierre Lebrun. Pierre Lebrun. Pierre Lebrun. Uh, These guys know where they're going. They need a little uh, tourist guide. I'd be uh, happy yeah, to show I, them around. I bet you would. And what night of the week? Where do we? What are you looking for here? What's your demo? That's <laughs> you right. Far, it's far. Right. Whoops, we forgot our tops. We got places like that oh, too. Yeah, where, yeah, whatever yeah, you yeah, I'm yeah, here to yeah. help, Dean. Where red? Here to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, when? Where do we get the code word from? We've been listening all morning. <laughs> no, yeah, haven't. haven't got it. Uh, terrible timing, apparently, as it was just before the commercial break. Actually, right when you texted. Now, we don't know how these people that allegedly work for our company are giving them away, so just mm-hmm. go ahead and text it in now. I would also, a uh, little little tip, hour three of the podcast will be posted shortly after nine o'clock. Mm. Now you're going to, I guess, listen to the whole thing. Although, we did, although I did say we just did it before the break. You can figure it out. narrow it down just a little bit. Uh, we're going to do what you want to talk about here shortly. If you want to text in at 960... 960 we will do that um anything else i mean i've been so focused on this thing coming up here tonight i'll be honest i i had oh, stuff kevin on, gosman big start dude. i had stuff going on uh, last night so i couldn't be i just was playing catch up in terms of that lightning panthers but you see four to one and i don't know it's no. from what i caught it didn't seem like that was maybe that accurate it was tight until the panthers are the third. really good early tampa didn't look that great vasilevsky held them in it and then slowly Tampa pulled this thing into the muck and took over with Kucherov was electric. It's as good as he's looked all postseason, in my opinion. 1-1 one, one after 1, and then a couple of power play goals. That's not good for Florida if Kucherov is back to being Kucherov. And he looked like it last night. That Well, if you're going to miss point, you need that, don't you? That play on Ekblad. He just absolutely breaks his ankles. It's amazing. And then just an easy tap in for Perry. Well, and I think that's that that play alone would be like what a nice play from Kucherov. But after juking Ekblad yeah. out of his skates, we we hardly mention it. That's a pretty nice no look on the tape backdoor tap in. So you lose game two if you're the Panthers going to Tampa. That's a big game two all of a sudden. And as Frank had said earlier in the show, St. Louis had. A one nothing lead, 6.25 into the game. Kind of a turnover. Ryan O'Reilly puts it in the roof. Roof! On uh, Darcy Kemper, who I'll be honest, neither of those goals were great. Now, it's a turnover in front of him on the O'Reilly goal. The second, the Cairo goal, it gets through him. Bennington's been very good. And this might be indicative of what the shot totals are going to be, like 2-1. to 54-25, Colorado outshot the Blues. And needed overtime to get by them. A lot of posts in this one. Four at the midway point of the game. It wasn't uh, an if. It was a when. And they finally did get goals. 
I still think we'll see a goalie chance for St. Louis if it looks anything like game one. They're not going to create that many chances and not score three goals in regulation. And the other one tonight, Rangers, I mean, we made our picks. I just, it wouldn't be crazy to see the Rangers get it going here. They got the best goalie. They got the best goalie. They're fine on defense. They have some guys coming through for them. I mean, Zibanejad, how's Panarin? They don't. Zibanejad, they don't get bigger Kreider, than that. And then the the problem with the Rangers is they don't defend that well. You like the name bars on defense, but they're not a stout defensive team, and that might be a function of team structure, not defensemen. Mm. But they they let the Penguins have all the chances and shots and expected goals and Corsi and Fenwick's. All the possession was Pittsburgh's that last series. Sorry, I'm looking for that. Rant is also better than Domingue. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Well, I mean, that's weird that you would be taking a run at uh, Louis Domingue. Taking a run? Stating facts. Yeah. Let's just do it. You want to just do it? No. Time for what you want to talk about. Busy text line today. People are excited, Dean. People are excited. Up. I like to think it's uh, our doing. Our doing. I, th- I think that maybe people weren't aware until they turned on the radio this morning that there is a game tonight. Uh, what you want to talk about. Brought to you by Calgary Lock and Safe. Do you own a pharmacy? Hmm. Find out how Calgary Lock and Safe can retrofit your locks to meet the new mandates. Visit calgarylockandsafe.com. Talking about. What a game day, gents. Do we know which broadcast crew we're getting? We do. Yeah, Derek Wills, Peter Labardius. Derek again. Wills and yeah. Peter Labardius. All the games. And all we do is every game. And Pat will do intermissions pre-post and take calls from drunks till 3 a.m. Now, if you ever, if you're talking about TV, you're getting Cuthbert. And Simpson. Hmm. Morning, gents. I believe the answer was balls. Hmm? Do I win the tickets? Uh, <laughs> the answer is always balls, but in this case, you do not win the tickets. Also, Pinder, lose that greaser jacket and get a GD jersey. Oh, okay, fine. Hmm? <laughs> what kind of misconduct will Kane get in this series? Ten minutes, game, or gross? Ah. Uh, now, is a match penalty the same as a misconduct? Should we throw that in the mix, too? What's Get the bingo. Gross? The gross misconduct. Oh, oh okay. It's a gross misconduct. Yeah. Okay. No, you need... We could get the bingo card going Oof. for things we'll see in the Battle of Alberta. We could do that today. Uh, I don't know. I feel like there's elements of what's about to take place that will keep him in check to a certain degree. If a game gets lopsided and the Flames have been running around and he feels the need to set a tone for his team then maybe mm. but because he has been scoring and has been pretty important to them offensively and did take some dumb penalties last round i would think they'll be in his ear just keep your keep your cool could you please boy if someone only told him that as a junior player he never would have had to put up with any of the stuff with the you know wearing out his welcome in three locker rooms hey eh? mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. in vancouver should have just told him I feel like the Stars D in goaltending was like a weighted vest for the Flames. Now the Flames aren't wearing that vest, and they're just going to unload on Mike Smith. That We shall see. Mike can get hot. Mike can look like the, he doesn't belong in this league. We, what are we going to get? 
I think it's the my most anticipated part of this series. The greatest storyline, the plot. That it's we don't what I, know. I, yeah, I can't the wild wait. Card here. Yeah, it really is. I can't wait. You know, there's top line and McDavid and all of that, but just what what are you going to do? What can the can the Flames get to him? What are you going to do? Are we going to see Koskinen at some point? What is that situation going to be? Because Oilers fans, if there's one area where they have been moaning about the need to improve, it's been in net. And now here they are. They've won a round. If it costs them in round two, I think that's worse than not missing the playoffs or losing in round one. Not quite there with you, but it would be dramatic, especially against his old team. When you, like if you get if you get through a round for another year, you're good enough to get through a round with that goaltending. Imagine if you had very good goaltending. Uh, how many minutes until uh, one of the Flames takes a baseball swing at Drysidle's ankle? I don't think. That's well, when happen. when does he line up against Zadorov? Is Lucic going to mix it up with Kane? He's probably friends with most of the team, but likely not Kane. I think Luch will do what Luch does. I think he will let it be known that things are going to go through him in this series. If there's going to be nonsense. Yeah, if someone wants to be tough guy, it starts here. And then Gabranson will say, okay, well, tough guy two, you've got me. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if the Oilers want to play that game or not. Now, it's not to say they don't have some guys that could... You know, and with a puncher's chance, and as you see in hockey fights, that they could take care of business against those two. But I, I don't know who would be keen to start that for Edmonton. Cassian's tough, but I think you take Luch if you had to pick one of the two in a scrap. Oh yeah, Good Branson and Kane fought. I went back and watched it. It really wasn't much of anything. Slight edge to Good Branson on the fan vote, but not an overwhelming anything. I think it was way back. Yeah. Got 55 acres left to seed, boys. I should finish just in time to catch game one. Let's freaking go. So you're telling me you can do 55 acres between now and puck drop? Apparently. Holy, what are you driving? What the hell is with O'Reilly's stick? That hook at the end? Yeah, it's a it's a <laughs> weird kind of a warped boat paddle of some sort. It's been working for him, I'll it tell has. you. It has, yeah. Uh, my wife. How's everyone's skin fitting today? It's still a very awkward comment. I mean, it's a day old now, and I still don't really understand. No, I like it. Uh, somebody texted in yesterday. We were talking about what's changed since 1991. Where were you in 91? What's going on? It's 31 years, Battle of Alberta. And again, I'm assuming it's a, a dude texting in and saying, my skin doesn't fit like it did in 1991. It fit way better. Well, but yeah, I guess it did. Like, is this like one of those, you get a shirt and it just wears out and he's got holes in his skin? Or is it in, incredibly tight? Or is it really, really loose, like hanging yeah, off? Yeah, I don't it? know. And I don't want to know. Is Why it, are we talking? Like, I don't, Did your I, skin turn into a toga? Is it just hanging off you? Gross, dude. Less skin texts. Someone wants to know if we've uh, moved on up to Puckertropolis now from Puckerville and Pucker City. No, you know... I don't think there's any of that. It, it, Not yet. It's there's maybe a small village. Just knowing that Puckerton don't want to, yeah, Puckerton don't want to lose to the Oilers ever. Certainly not in the playoffs. You don't really get to Puckertown or Pucker City or any of that until you've watched a few games. So check back next week. Pinder, not wearing a jersey, says you think you're too cool. 
and better than the rest of us Absolutely. wear a jersey? Absolutely not. I don't think I'm more cool than anyone else. I went with my wife. She wore a leather jacket. I wore a leather jacket. So too cool and better than everybody else. In the three hunts, too cool. No, that doesn't really jive for me. It feels like you're going to be to blame if things go sideways. I mean, it's from, the playoff. from your chair, I think that's exactly how you'd break this down, yeah? Well, it's the, it's the so playoff. Yeah, I four red. goals, but this one guy in the 300s, I didn't like the cut of his jib. Yeah, it'll Shave probably. those sideburns, Mattingly. It will probably come back to that <laughs> in the end. I just don't understand it. I don't understand the, appre- the apprehension or the resistance. Over, under, number of periods for when we see Smitty replaced by Koskinen. Somebody's putting it at 6.5. Well, periods, he's saying, or yeah. goals? Periods. I, I Honestly, good luck predicting this cat. I know. Like, he could hang a zero or allow a six tonight, and neither would surprise me. Guys, I need your help doing a shot of fireball every time a broadcaster Jeez. will say, Battle of Alberta, how much will I need? Well, you'll pass out. You'll die. Before... Uh, I mean, get some. You might not get to puck drop. If yeah. you watch a pregame show, you're asleep. screwed. Over, under on fights in game one. One and a half. Point five. You take the over on point five. We get a fight I'll tonight. I'll take the over. Saying. Yeah. I will take a. I'll I, take under one and a half. All right. <sighs> will Brady Kachuk be working one of the gates tonight on the bench? It does seem like he's getting closer and closer to the action. It started with the red lot, and then he was in the seats, and then he was giving kids piggyback rides up and down the stairs. I want him in the three huns working the lawnmower. That's what I'd like to see. Can we set that up? <laughs> Maybe on 17th, cleaning up the gutters? <laughs> uh, will James Neal be a factor? Been quiet of late. Has been. Un- not unlike uh, Michael Stone's brother. Have not heard much. Yeah. Tell Miles he's dumb and the Flames will win. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Miles. Oh, that's I can't uh, I can't say that one. There are some that most most of these we can actually read, which is which is nice. It must be before game one. I will drink craft beer. I do not have a white belt. Thank you though. <laughs> people love. Why do people love taking runs at you? Because I think that's you're a the great tone guy. You've set for a decade. I don't think well, so. You don't. Do you want to go listen to any show in the first three years of us working together? You just told me you were sitting at you. I had a. Leather jacket on. My wife had a leather jacket on. You asked me what I was wearing. And you're trying to tell me that you're not... Uh, I mean, come on now. Come on now. Would be kind of cool to get Bucci Gross on the radio from ESPN. He does chicken... And we're aware of uh, Chicken yeah, Farm and Bucci Gross and Ray Ferraro and Overtime. We, we got overtime it. Contest. Yeah, we got it. Five-game gender leather jacket. Did you drive your fire chicken to the game as well? Oh. Now, I don't like that because I am... Team Fire Chicken. So watch your mouth. Fire Chicken Friday. Do yeah. it. There's one for sale coming up. You're going to be in the building on Friday. There's a chance. That means yes. Because normally we ask you and say, yeah, 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 I'll do it. And then I'll say, what are the chances? And you say 1%. Hey, Dean, what are the chances you're in the building on Friday? But I'm actually, yeah, I, I can't put a number on it. Things could, I'm so tired on Fridays, I may not get there. Just nap after work. I'll you're try. Up at bloody 9 a.m. Peter, what about a jersey and leather pants? For my wife, she'll do the leather pants. Sure. Watch it. What? Pinder, can you get the beer snake going in the press level? That, I don't think that'll be a problem. That feels like a Pinder I, uh, task. That, that's wheelhouse. Well, peg tradition. There's certain things that uh, are or are not of my fiber. The beer snake is very much, that's in my DNA. 
I just listened to 630 Ched, which is Oilers radio. Mm. This this is the text, not me, obviously. Yeah, yeah. They're saying that Oilers fans are more invested in their team than Calgary is, and they poked fun at the Red Lot and the small TV that it is on. Well, I, I wouldn't mind okay, that TV Edmonton. in my house. You got a bigger mall. Your water slides are higher. You got more <laughs> theme rooms. You got a fancy football stadium. Yeah. Not really. Crime crime rate is higher. Well done. What are the Rockies? We can't compete with that. What are the Rockies? White jersey or red t-shirt? I asked you this yesterday. You wanted no part of it. Wear. What's the hierarchy? Wear red. Okay. C of Red. Sea of red. When you watch on television, when you see the crowd, it's, it's very red. the thing that makes it special, that makes it unique, is right. look at everyone wearing red. No and then whites, if there's no someone, blasties, red. Let's go. Somebody's got a green jacket on in the middle. What are you yeah, and if you've got a St. Patrick's Day or support the Troop of Flames jersey, that's wonderful. Now's not the time. Regular season wear now every night. Now is not the time. This will be the best hockey series in my lifetime. Let's go. Well, there you go. I mean, it could be. So how are you going to, uh, you got kids soccer? Six till seven. Luckily, they're lying to us about puck drops in the NHL here yeah. in round two and one. So that gives me 50 minutes to sort out my life and get to the dome. Are you going with a, a wife or a Lugan? Going with a female Lugan. That is not my wife. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Plot she, twist. Does she work here? <laughs> she does not work here. So I know there's a few... Female Lugans working here that are going to No, games. Well, they're probably just doing, they're working in sales, I bet. Uh, Drumming up business, Dean. Is that what it is? Drum, drum, drum. <laughs> what you want to talk about? Brought to you by Calgary Lock and Safe. Damn, boy, damn. You're experts in automatic door service, repairs, and replacements. Visit calgarylockandsafe.com. I'll ask you this time. It's a reversal. Rather than you ask me, what level of hungover will you be, do you anticipate being, tomorrow for the show? It's a small number tomorrow. I will be close to death Saturday morning. That's the five-day forecast. Traffic and weather together on the ones. Good then. See you tomorrow, buddies.